I don't know the other words. I just think it goes like that a couple more times. Fire! just ate a brown, so. Yeah, we're coming in hot. He's like, oh, Kristen, are you ready to rock? And she goes, eh, why not? <laughs> I'm just hungry. <laughs> that you did, my love. And you're wearing your comfy shirt. We're going to eat some salmon when this is all over. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fucking awesome. I'm excited. Jax, Jax is going to start the podcast by whining. Already started. <sighs> that's a sad one. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Nightmare Box. Presenting a sad edition of The Mistakes Were Made. Chinka chinka. <laughs> My name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, the directorial Kristen Pennington. I try. You try. You did a damn good <laughs> job. We spent all day today shooting. Kristen goes, hey, it'll take about an hour. Took about five. <laughs> no, that didn't take five. That's an exaggeration. <laughs> took about three and a half, maybe yeah, four. Well take so long to film things no it's good it's good it's good i got frustrated you know i'll go out and say that right out in the open because i'm not an actor person so i didn't know what the fuck i was doing Kristen's picking hairs off of our microphone <laughs> there's a little hair hanging down his bugging me but you did a damn good job today you you overcame adversities hopefully we'll see in post <laughs> <laughs> now, well, so what do you think of it i mean i have some stuff that i was kind of like nah, that could have been better but it's all still raw footage, so mm -hmm. um, I usually kind of feel that way afterwards, where it's like, fuck, now i got to put this thing together. Yeah. So uh, we'll see after tomorrow when I edit tomorrow. <laughs> but um, yeah, we got a couple of really cool ones. The uh, I, I don't want to give away what it is, because the film's not out yet, but there's a couple of sequences where we kind of borrowed from our film that died in production hell and yeah. we changed the color of them and i think it hopefully ideally makes those shots look much neater there's one that's like an uncomfortably close-up shot of brett's that, face that, that came out really, really fucking cool yeah so i'm hoping i'm hoping those kind of add to the mood yeah so we'll see <laughs> do you have any big takeaways i've got one big takeaway for today is we should have tested our blood gun oh, yeah. <laughs> prior to using our blood gun. Yeah, that's probably my biggest disappointment yeah, for the day. We had these, if you guys listened a few episodes back when we discovered the blood gun, it's basically one of those recyclable straws and um, that compressed air you use to clean your keyboard. We figured out that if we filled the straw up with blood and then squeezed the trigger, it would spray it which is exactly what we needed for this shot. But after we tested it in the bathtub a few weeks ago, um, we did not test it again today because we had faith in the process. We knew how it was supposed to work, but we didn't check the straw and there was some gunked up blood in there. Which is a bit of a bummer because they sent a uh, straw cleaner with that pack. So there's yeah. actually a little bristle that I could have run through it, but we didn't think to, because I, I put it in the dishwasher. Yeah. And, and in my head, that made sense, too. I was like, yeah, it's clean now. Yeah. Just, uh, I guess some stuff congealed in the bend of the straw, mm -hmm. maybe. And it it wasn't as splat as I wanted it to be. Yeah. So. Well, the first time, it just kind of fell on the floor. And we were like, well, that didn't fucking work. Yeah, this big <laughs> chunk of, like, I guess, hardened corn syrup yeah. came out. <laughs> <laughs> it's one. So if you're out there and you're using, you know, homemade equipment, test your shit before you go to shoot it. That's probably, you know, that's a beginner's rule, I would yeah. venture to guess. But we got so wrapped up in everything else that was going on that neither one of us thought to give it a, a quick test. It was kind of a long day, too. So I think we were both just like, let's get this done. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I think we got it good enough that if I kind of fuck with it in um, Adobe, it'll be fine. I'm going to have to kind of rearrange it a bit from what I originally wanted it to look like, but I think it'll be all right. Well, our actual sprays on the board worked. It's just we'd done a secondary step that would have fucked with the continuity of, yeah. of what was going on. But. Yeah, so we'll see. It's a, it's a thing I'm going to have to screw yeah. with in post, but usually... The magic of editing kind of helps you hide things. <laughs> well, it's so. not called We Got It Right the first time. And you explained to me, because we didn't move the camera, we didn't change the lighting, that if you can just find the right spot to cut it, it'll look fine. Yeah, yeah. And if I... Uh, you can change uh, in Premiere. Um, like, you can zoom in on a shot yeah. and stuff like that. So if I change kind of the way it looks to, like, the way the shot's structured, it'll probably honestly be fine. I guess it was just like we were like... So excited about it when we did the test run. It was kind of a disappointment because it was like, oh, the test run went way more smoothly. Yeah, like all three of our attempts, you know, when we figured it out, looked sick. And so we were expecting the first one right out of the gate was going to be the the shot. And I felt like Spielberg with his little jaws shark. Yeah, probably should have cleaned the straw with the (laughs) scrub. But yeah, it's a lesson learned for sure. Um, Because practical effects are always more difficult. Yes. shooting you know so in future definitely do a test run of whatever we're doing probably (laughs) off to the side especially if it's one of those things where you get one take and that's it thankfully when we did the dolls our one take of the door turned out fine (laughs) because you couldn't couldn't really test run that one yeah i didn't have an extra like 35 dollars or whatever it was to spend on the door get Um, the backup yeah two i i mean i guess i would have filmed the test run either way but i I wouldn't want to waste a door practicing and then it have been beautiful and been like fuck why didn't we record that so i don't know you get what you get sometimes yeah well (laughs) you know it's not called the we got it right the first time podcast it's the mistakes were made podcast and now we know moving forward if we ever need to do something like that using some sort of a practical effect give it a dry run um back in the bathtub would have been the perfect place to do this see how it's gonna look you know figure out the distances whenever we have more free time and we have something a little bigger scale that we need it for want to figure out the whole fire hydrant thing though yeah. just because that looked so cool that looked really cool so, but we're gonna yeah. need a shitload of food coloring because the second we get that gun i'm fucking missed in the neighborhood <laughs> yeah we're almost <laughs> Shit's going down. we're almost out of food covering so <laughs> we've done enough stuff now that uh our supplies are running low we still have bulk chocolate syrup though because yeah. brett bought the biggest one humanly possible so I'll have chocolate syrup for days if you guys are yeah. in need for toppings for your ice cream. <laughs> and we used a non-stainable blood because we had to shoot it up against the wall in our rented apartment. And that wiped right off. It was a lot cleaner than we thought. We cut up these shower curtains and sprayed them out on the wall to try to cover all the spray. But like droplets went everywhere. Sprayed way more than we realized. <laughs> uh, it literally sprayed all the way over to where my computer was at. And I was yeah. like, oh God. It was like five feet away from where this little straw was. It was all over the curtains. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> standing there with my bowl and my little sponge trying to clean the ceiling because somehow it hit the ceiling <laughs> yeah it was less messy than like the cleanup anyway Mess- less messy than i thought it would be it's really sticky and kind of mm-hmm. because the corn syrup and also i guess probably the chocolate syrup too but um i thought we were gonna ruin the whiteboard and i thought it was gonna stain the white and it's yeah. like 
the widest it's ever been today. (laughs) (laughs) It is a little weird looking at it that way, because typically, if you go look at our pictures, which you can find on Instagram... uh, At Nightmare Box Productions. um, You'll see what the whiteboard used to look like, what it'll soon look like, which is just random notes scrawled in about 50 different fucking places all running over the top of each other. Some of it's been erased by my wrist, but... I have ideas and I make it a point to write them all down. Most of them don't get used. Occasionally they do. And now I've got a white whiteboard again. That hasn't been that way since we moved out here. No. You filled it up pretty much Eight months the of day notes. it went up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it was probably time, though, because we have a, a, a section normally for the homework assignments, which are these short films that we're yeah. doing, and they were all older assignments that we've already kind of either knocked out or left mm-hmm. aside, so... It was time. Time to clean up the whiteboard. But again, you know, uh, as we've said on here, referring to notebooks and stuff of that nature, we took a lot of pictures of the stuff that was up there so I can write those down in my actual notebook so those ideas don't get lost. Don't lose your ideas. Yeah, they were all your ideas. I had none up there. <laughs> I had no ideas. You were coming at this with so nothing. much energy today. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. you, no. you know? <laughs> so positive. So positive. You're like, yeah, no, I chased my dream and it sucked. Mm. <laughs> well, it's not that. I'm just having that post-shooting, like, kind of like, oh, God, did I fuck it up moment, <laughs> I think. Because it just, I don't know. There were like a couple of things that I was like, ah, oh, I nailed that. And then a couple of things where I was like, yeah, you had a maybe bunch not of, that one. You had a bunch of one-off shots where we didn't even need a second take. You're like, no, that's exactly what I wanted. Perfect. Rolling forward. Yeah, the gunshot was mm-hmm. actually, there's, spoiler alert, there's a gun in this one. <laughs> um, yeah, the, not the literal gunshot, gunshot. Um, there's the a shot of the gun. The gun. Yeah, which yeah. is actually like the way it landed. I was like, well, that was it. That was We're perfect. moving on. <laughs> Cut it. That's exactly no, what I needed. No, and I'm proud of you because I've been able to watch you develop as a filmmaker. And Kristen does not run on an agenda. There's not. We start at one. This needs to be done by one thirty. This starts at one forty-five. Be that way, but but you're not. That's just not how, who you are. Not me as a person. But there was less sitting around waiting on the next shot like you you knew exactly where you were going like you knew okay we've got this lighting set i want everything you know that we have to shoot in this lighting set done so we kind of jumped around the script and then we added the filters we got the shots that we needed with those particular filters as opposed to the first one the one that died in production hell where we were switching out the lenses and the lighting between shots following the script Straight yeah. for straight, like you jumped around in this one. You're like, well, I've got to fill that in with B-roll that we don't have yet. So we're not going to go shoot that B-roll and come back here. We're going to shoot everything that needs to be done here. And then we'll add in the B-roll at a later date. Which is more time effective. Yeah. Um, and cost effective, I guess, technically, if you're working on a big production. Ideally, um, if you have a setup. And there was like a short film that I worked on for somebody else while I was still in school because our final project when uh, Brett and I did the dolls together, um, that semester that I was in school, I had to either crew, God, it was like four or five projects. I can't remember how many. It was a lot more if you didn't make your own movie. Or you could make your own movie and then work on two other things. So that was definitely (laughs) the route that I went. And there was a... One that I did for somebody else that I was a crew on to kind of fill my other credits where I was the first AD and the first AD's job is, um, it's the first assistant director. Um, Their job is to kind of time manage the project. And I think that helped a little bit. I think doing our films has helped me a lot more because, yeah, it sucks when 
we have one day off together and we got to do all this stuff. And then it's like, we still got a podcast and I'm starving. <laughs> we haven't eaten yet. So like that definitely helps a lot. Be yeah. like, okay, how do I get this done faster? But, um, the one that I did for school, there was like a setup where they were doing like a scene sitting at a dining table. And then way later in the day, um, with two different characters, they came back to the exact same table again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they were like wanting to break the camera down and move and do the next shot. And I was like, why don't we go ahead and get that shot yeah. done too? Do the secondary that we yeah. need. Yeah. Because I was like, we're going to have to be back in this same setup. Let's yeah. go ahead and knock it out. And they were like, that makes sense. And it'll help with continuity because it all happened in the same area. You know, yeah. like you don't need to worry about, well, the chair wasn't there earlier. Yeah. The table wasn't exactly there. So it kind of jolts it a little bit. I did kind of probably... Didn't quite break the 180, Brad. I probably did a little bit today, and you did correct me on because I was gonna just totally break the 180, and you were like, "I don't think you should shoot over there." And I was like, "But I like it over here." <laughs> like, but you were shooting on the other side. Yeah, I've learned one thing. <laughs> I, I've learned a bunch, but you know, that's one of the things that I've learned was you can't break your 180. Yeah, I did. I, it's like you've you've been on my left side this entire time. Why would you stay. suddenly jump over my right gotta shoulder? Stay on the left. <laughs> I did. It, it was a little off angle for part of it like the wide is slightly more to one side of you than well, you're allowed to break but... the rules if you're yeah. using them for effect it's my fucking film i'll do what i want yeah break <laughs> the rules with purpose you can't break the rules without a purpose mm-hmm. cormac mccarthy didn't get rid of all of his fucking quotation marks you know because it was an accident he'd never heard of the quotation mark he just realized that he could write in a way where he didn't need a quotations i was proud of you though because yeah that was a topic we have discussed twice now, and the first time I tried to explain it, I completely butchered it, and you were like, I have no idea what you're saying to me. And then today, you were just like, well, you weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> it's like, I see what you're doing there, lady, and then breaking all the rules. going to be looking at the wrong side of the camera later. <laughs> you're going to be pissed at yourself in the editing bay. Probably. Probably was not the move. And I did, because uh, there's a object that Brett puts on in yeah. this one and I did actually get a better shot of it from the other side anyway so I could see your little wedding ring too <laughs> <laughs> my little wedding ring you had to take yours off for I a did. part of it today because Kristen's hands are in this film and that's pretty much all of Kristen yeah. in this film <laughs> but you had to you, you typed how, how did that experience I'm go? I'm not good at it apparently would, would it be like me holding a camera and trying to run around well I think it's because it was down in my lap yeah. like I'm not used to typing down in my well, lap Kristen can't type I'm not going to say she can't type but she was trying to keep up with me and it was just well like... we were we were doing an actual scene so I was having to talk to you yeah and then I had we talked about that and um I Maybe the episode before. I don't remember how recently mm-hmm. it was. It was a recent episode, though. We talked about the trick. I think when the... we were going over practical effects. Yeah. yeah. Keep it practical. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about the trick with the keyboard. And I had my little small keyboard down in my lap. And I was like looking up at Brett, trying to talk to <laughs> Brett. And then looking down at the keyboard, trying to type. And I kept like misspelling words and having a backspace. And the camera was recording what was being typed on the computer. I was like, this is going to look like dog shit. <laughs> Like, man, this lady does not know how to type her shit. <laughs> what kind of paranormal you know, spirit is this? You need a better ghostwriter. <laughs> that's, the, that's the episode title. You need a better ghostwriter. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was not doing a good job. <laughs> if, you, if you weren't in the scene, I probably would have handed you the key, uh, keyboard and been like, here, it's on you. It. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Go for it. Now, the little Bluetooth thing's weird to work with, 
because it's not like right up close. I was trying to write, you know, from a ways back, and I was like, "Fuck, this doesn't <laughs> this keyboard's smaller than my it's actual very, keyboard. Very it's very thin." thin. Too. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's only comfortable if it's on a desk, and mm-hmm. even then, it's a little uncomfortable because I'm used to um, when you have like a big desktop computer having. Like the little number pad on the side, yeah. like even my computer at work has like the number pad on the set on the side of the keyboard. So I'm used to just a bigger, chunkier keyboard, and uh, the Mac keyboard's very mm-hmm. thin, very lightweight, and doesn't have the number pad, so it's very yeah. short. And at least the one that's connected to the laptop, your wrist set up on that kind of mm-hmm. helps you type in. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a bit of an adjustment. I'm gonna <laughs> use that as my excuse for my shitty. I'm gonna typing. do a typing test with you on my typewriter and mm-hmm. see see how you do with your wrist cranked up at ninety oh, no. degrees. That just looks miserably uncomfortable. <laughs> I literally have to be like get you this big Hemingway. <laughs> I have to get triceps. one of those uh, wrist pad things that they give people for like computers <laughs> and stack three of them on top of each other and be like, all right, I'm ready. All right, get my dainty fingers up here. <laughs> my hundred year old. Oh, my butch beefy fingers. <laughs> butch beefy fingers. <laughs> Recording my fingers typing, I was like, I have such fat fingers. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go back and yeah. redo that. I was like, your your self confidence is out of control in this scene here. If you're down to bitching about the way your fingers look, <laughs> I was thinking about it in the shower though, and I was like, I think I'm gonna have to go back and re-record that and paint my fingernails because people are gonna look at that and think those are a dude's hands. It's like, what happened? How how small are Brett's hands? How big is Brett's body for how small his hands are? They're just gonna think you have really small hands but yeah. fat fingers. I'm like, they're gonna look at that and think that's definitely still just Brett typing. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go back. I don't, I'm not. You're like, why do you take his wedding ring off? What is going on in this situation? <laughs> I'm not girly in the sense that I paint my fingernails or anything. So I'm going to have to redo that with painted fingernails <laughs> and make it a little more yeah. obvious it's not you. <laughs> this bitch could be putting mascara on the side of her fingers trying to, <laughs> trying to thin them out. <laughs> contour. Use my contour, pa- I own contour powder. Contour, contour fingers. your fingers. Yeah. Be like, I need to have dainty fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a... Worker's hands. That's a stupid thing to uh, be self-conscious about, but I do have kind of short, fat fingers and short, fat toes. Like, my whole life, like, even at my skinniest, I've always had kind of short, stubby fingers. (laughs) Like, they're just sausages on my hands. (laughs) That's why I never excelled at uh, my guitar I got when I was a teenager. You're like, God damn it. Fingers. My fingers keep getting stuck in the strings. <laughs> I'm just too short to reach anything. It's okay. Mine are all busted up. <laughs> Mine look like absolute hell. We had to cut a scene out of Happy Birthday because my hands look so fucked up. Remember picking up the remote control and you got oh, like yeah. a side and shot will, of my hand and you yeah. can just see how jagged and miserable yeah. my life is? And it slowed the scene down too. I just didn't really feel like... I thought you cut it just because of how ugly my hands no. are. No. No, I, I sometimes, because I haven't really quite gotten down B-roll yet, yeah. like sometimes I'm a little gratuitous with my B-roll and I take probably a little more than I need, which if you're going to have a problem, it's probably better to have too much B-roll versus not enough. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the way to go. just wind up with dead space if you don't have the yeah. B. And uh, sometimes I take B-roll of stuff that isn't really that important. And um, if you're going to do a close-up shot... It should really probably be of a scene that's mm-hmm. important or an object that's important. I did it in the dolls, too. There's a scene where she just sets her cup of water down on the table. And her cup of water isn't remotely important except for the fact that she went into the kitchen. Yeah. Well, and especially, it just seems so weirdly important mm-hmm. that she puts the cup down. Especially in horror. Like, if you're going to hang on an object, like we've explained on here before. We should just call this episode the rehash. But fucking... <laughs> 
<clears throat> need a better ghostwriter. Need a better ghostwriter is, be is the better is the better title. It wouldn't be reaction. Um, but with horror, you deal with a level of trauma, and when you're thinking back on traumas, for those of you who've gone through a traumatic experience, you don't have a perfect memory. You have like quick glimpses of you know random objects that might have been in the area. Mm -hmm. um, for example, uh, if you're an eyewitness, um, as you know, you're going up on in front of the detectives or whatever and doing all that shit and somebody's stuck a gun in your face during a, a gas station robbery say you're a gas station clerk some dude runs in puts a revolver in your face starts demanding money uh, you're probably the least helpful eyewitness to you getting robbed because you tend to focus on the barrel of the gun and you lose the person behind the gun they just kind of become this blurry shape so if you're going to hold on something it needs to have mass importance because that's how our brains hold on to memories yeah. in those types of situations you would remember the barrel you wouldn't remember the person holding the, yeah. the pistol and yeah. um viewers naturally if you linger too long on a shot or if you um, do a close-up of something in particular or looking for significance there. Like, mm -hmm. people, like, whenever you're watching a movie and watching scenes, like, scan the scene for whatever stands out the most. So if you have, you know, two characters standing across from each other talking, your eyes are probably naturally drifting to the person talking. So when yeah. we see things that are kind of solely put in focus, we're looking for the importance. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the shot of you turning on the TV, like, it, it seemed... A little silly to have mm -hmm. a close-up of the remote because it's like the remote isn't what matters the static is yeah so yeah i cut that because i was like it felt weirdly out of place i was like this doesn't matter and then with today's there's like a very uncomfortably awkwardly framed up close of brett <laughs> looking at but the it computer. works so yeah. goddamn well and you see like the reflection in his glasses and i was like that's what matters <laughs> yeah, that's it you see my my little eyes twitching like i'm a lizard <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope it turns out neat though when it's edited together because I did think that looked pretty cool. The close up of the gun falling. Yeah. Did it turn off? I don't think we're lo losing the recording, but yeah, my laptop, Your laptop cut off you. on me. I know. Just like I, I hate. Do. Oh, God. <laughs> just kidding. You're so miserable today. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Teasing. Um, but yeah, I like, I, I'm. Anxious, I guess. I'm always anxious pre-edit process because you don't really know how it's going to turn out. But yeah. I'm excited. Like, I feel like we did get some pretty cool stuff today. I think the blood running down a thing that I probably shouldn't mention so I don't give away. <laughs> don't give away the plot points. The blood running looked yeah. neat. <laughs> Which we learned, we learned that our own homemade blood was better than your professional level special effects for that particular thing. If you're trying to get blood yeah. running down a surface. Mine's a little too thick. Yeah. It, Kristen's looks better for the camera. Mm -hmm. And, it, it, I mean, it's expensive as shit and it comes in small it's vials. Tiny, so, tiny tube. Yeah. It, it's easier to make a, a whole bowl full of blood than it is to, you know, use that. But, um. Yeah, trying to find that consistency in it. Like the, the, the special effects blood stays a lot better if you need like a dead body with blood on it. And the color is and just color. Uh, better and it stays that color better. Yeah, it's better. more of that ruby red. Yeah, and um, it was what we used on Jacob's shirt in the doll. Mm -hmm. So even like the next day, I think it still looked red. And with the chocolate syrup blood, like an hour or two later, it'll look like brown stains yeah. instead. Yeah, brown stains so. or it switches to purple, you know, yeah. if it so. sits too long. It's not long-term the best quality blood for, like, 
but for just like shocking short bursts mm-hmm. of blood, it's definitely super effective. And uh, I do, yeah, I do like that you can water it down and kind of control the consistency. I think the the tube that I have has been Nye, I believe, which is a very popular makeup company. Um, and it's yeah, I think it's thicker on purpose. So mm-hmm. if like you dabbed it, it would stay in place. But yeah, didn't we? We had <laughs> twice to. Or we had to try twice to shoot the scene of blood running down a thing. I'm not going to say because <laughs> I almost said it, and then I was like, "Wait, that probably gives something away there." <laughs> it's like, are we just going to ruin this entire film before people even get to see it? Yeah, there's blood running down something, and it was too thick, <laughs> and we had to wash that something and start again. Yeah. And you'll you'll hear all about it during the rap episode after it's already online, and mm. then we'll spoiler our own fucking film all the way through. <laughs> Almost gave it away. <laughs> like legit, almost. I guess I edit this. I could edit that out. <laughs> it was like, wait a minute. This isn't going to be out for a minute. Oh, I don't know. By the time this airs, maybe it'll be out. Is this our Friday episode? Yep. Maybe. 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 Check out the YouTube when this airs. It might be out. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Nightmare Box Production. Fuck yeah. How do you feel about it? I'm 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 excited. I'm done acting. I've, no. I need to hire a local actor so I can just get back to my writing and mm, you know just do that. Because you're probably gonna be in the next one too. I know, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Maybe when this whole like COVID thing goes yeah, away, we, we can, can get some actors. actors. <laughs> like, I, I know where the actors are. I just can't go where the actors are uh, because of all this shit. I can't kill somebody for my short films. <laughs> I want to. I probably could at least once before the police caught on. <laughs> They're like, damn, they got really good at special effects. It's like, no, I just shot that bitch right in the head. Just took her right out. You're terrible. <laughs> you say that on air. Dear ATF, it's not me. Yep. As established on the last last episode, this is all satire. This is all Brett's idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we gotta work on the next one though. Like, are you... Uh, yeah, I'm, I've got a couple ideas. Like, I've got a few things that I want to dick around with. I'm really hoping for this other location to pan out. And I'm, I'm not like, going to that location. It's not the ghost house. Okay. I, as I told you in the last three episodes, <laughs> oh I get God. it. You don't want to go to the ghost house. There's this creepy-ass house. It's awesome. Kristen will not step foot in it because it is condemned. Yeah. <laughs> but, Come in there. Uh, no, it's a friend's shed. You know, like, mm. they've got, like, a tool shed and stuff like that. So it would be, like, a secondary thing that we could doll up or doll down or make dusty. And yeah, I'm going to get some to... pictures from her to see if it'll work and then see what I can write in there just to get us out of shooting just inside of the apartment. Yeah, that would be nice. I'm going to have to get some more heavy-duty blackout curtains, though, because I think all we have right now is just a thin little cheap black yeah. sheet, and that's what we've used in the past, but... I don't know that it's going to be heavy enough to block out the daylight, and I don't really want to have to shoot at night. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> so, get night till about 9 o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm probably going to have to find a better solution for blacking out windows if uh, we're somewhere with big windows, because the apartment's got enough windows in it that it would be kind of hard to make it too dark in here mm-hmm. too early in the day. So, yeah, you woke up this morning, you were like, shut the blinds, it's too bright here. <laughs> It's like, they are shut. It's only 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so that would be our, our challenge filming this next one if we have to do it in the apartment. So that'll be a bitch. <laughs> Get the 
uh, comforter, the big black comforter. Yeah, yeah, that, that might that be up. the move. We might have to. Yeah, but then it get dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wash it. <laughs> <sighs> Any takeaways from today? I already gave them all up. I'm feeling like we should have had show notes. I thought oh, we were no. going to discuss some things. <laughs> all right, I mean. You're like low key. We're not diving into anything. No, we can't. <laughs> it's kind of hard to talk about a movie you haven't released I know. Yet, so what, like... what, what should we talk about? You. Okay. What do you want to know about me? <laughs> this will be the episode about Brett Bloom. <laughs> I need a better ghostwriter. <laughs> um, I've done ghostwriting. Have you? Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, you have. Sold yeah, two yeah. novels under somebody else's name. Don't feel good about it. You ever want to feel like a complete whore? Write two novellas for $150 a piece and let somebody else get all the credit. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. I didn't understand, you know. That Would you do it again? Uh, not for $150. <laughs> Three months of work? Go who, fuck yourself. Who proposed the amount? Was that you or them? Uh, they were offering, and I really needed $150 two months in a row so I yeah I banged them out collected my 300 at the end worked on two separate ones at the same time and they were really good but there's one that you used to be able to read on the website that I wrote while I was writing those two so at least I got that going for me one of these days I can publish that thing you should that one was really good I liked that one yeah I don't think it would really work post-covid it was about a school shooting wasn't about a school shooting. It was about a, a father whose son died in like a Sandy Hook type school shooting. And he goes to the school um, the day before it's knocked down um, as kind of like a memorial. And boo, school's haunted by the ghosts of the kids that were Why killed in the school away? shooting. Because I, I don't think that that works anymore. That Why? worked at the time because all the shootings were happening. But apparently COVID just kills active shooters because we've stopped having them. I'm not saying run it back out and start that shit back up. It was an interesting story. Who's being a negative Nancy now? I mean, it, it is a good story, and the, that's the basic premise. If you can write it your goddamn self, good luck. <laughs> no, I liked it. Um, but yeah, I don't... That would bug me, I think, like doing all that work and not getting any credit. Yeah. Well, I'm getting an editing credit in the um, book that I edited for that lady. Um, mm -hmm. So that'll be pretty cool. Has she told you anything about when that might come out? No, I sent her a follow-up email, and she I don't think she checks her emails that often. Um, but no, that the editing it feels a shitload better than ghostwriting. If you're out there doing freelance shit as a writer and you need you know an extra set of income... Uh, don't whore yourself out for $150. Write, I mean, ghostwrite all you want to, but you should be charging that motherfucker for, you know, the hours built. Uh, it was a good way in. Like, I can't, you know, hate on that fact. Like, it, it definitely taught me a level of professionalism where it's like, this is not my project. I am being paid for this project, which is awesome. But I felt better getting, like, my little $32 installments on my editing jobs mm -hmm. <laughs> than I did doing the $150 thing. I don't follow up with you after that, right? Like, you never know. I cranked out a rough draft, basically. Like, a, a second, you know, draft for him at $150 a pop. you don't ever find out what it's called no, or it was sold, when it got published. Yeah, it was sold to some company in China. And uh, I think they liked my second idea more than my first idea, but I'm legally not allowed to tell you what the plots were. So if they become so something they, in China, then, you know. 
Do they give you a genre? Or do they give you a topic? Yeah, they were looking a... for a horror writer, and then they were looking for proposals. So I proposed five ideas. I really liked my school shooting idea. Mm-hmm. And they rejected that one because it was going on in the middle, like right after the Sandy Hook shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they turned down that one and they accepted two of the others. And the first one was really light. Like I, I tried not to bug them. And then the second one, I was like, I'm going to try to make this lady vomit. So the second one was fucked. Like the second one, I, I would have published myself. Like it, it was completely fucked up it was incredible you know as far as i'm concerned uh, plot wise not necessarily in the writing but um yep sold them both and i'm not allowed to do those <laughs> don't even know if they get turned into a thing Have no i think clue. that's kind of the i mean not getting any credit i think aside from that that's kind of the biggest bummer yeah. you don't even know what became of them yeah no the best ghost writing jobs are like the people that work in washington dc <laughs> where they're like this is barack obama's autobiography and it's like no it's not some dude named todd wrote that fucking thing got paid five hundred thousand dollars and got told to shut his fucking mouth <laughs> but he got five hundred thousand dollars yep yep so that book got written in two weeks that dude did not sleep he was on ambient and he was like okay send it off to the editing bay like chapter oh after God. chapter yeah i'm still still waiting on my first check i've never been paid for any of my work so well, it feels guys... good getting paid, but you don't want to get paid for being a whore. Like, those are two different things. I didn't feel like a whore when I did the editing thing. And I wouldn't feel like a whore if we made money off of the short films. But I, I do feel like a whore because I have this talent. You have to use your talents for good in this world. Okay? If you're damn good at giving blowjobs, don't give them for $25 at the local gas station. Get you a man with that blowjob. <laughs> weird life advice. <laughs> You're not really giving me avenues to run down, so I'm just running into brick walls. <laughs> Why am I responsible for the avenues? Create your own avenues. That's what I do. That's what I just did. You didn't like that avenue. Fucking create your own little avenues. I'll run down your avenues. I have a fucking mouse on a field track. I'm, you know, some dude screaming, running through a cornfield. That's what I am as a person. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going as fast as I fucking can. Oh my god. <laughs> Had a brownie. It's your fault. I know. I think it's good <laughs> Technically, it was your idea, so technically. No, it's your fault. you were like, I'm hungry. Can we eat chips on the podcast? And I was like, we're not fucking doing that, but there's brownies in the fridge. <laughs> I could have eaten chips before the podcast. <laughs> you guys don't want to listen to me crunch <laughs> after a long day of work. We're hoping, though, this will be out. Um, I've still got just a little tiny bit left. I've got to film, but yeah. hopefully. It's mostly the weekend B-roll. that this episode airs, maybe. Oh, nice. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know how the editing's going. I've not seen any of it yet. So. Yeah, I've got part of it done already. So I'm gonna tinker with that some tomorrow. Our uh, schedule's a little different this week. Brett's off on Saturdays now, so I still have tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that's some. the big issue I think with today and and all that stuff is I'm a man of routine because I have a a, a host of mental problems and I drink too much. <clears throat> so I've just been kind of like out of it. I'm like, 
Today's supposed to be my last work day. Now it's my last day off. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> it's also weird for me because I'm used to, this is my first day off because I just have Saturdays and Sundays off. I'm used to having that first day to unwind by myself. <laughs> and then we work the next day. Instead, you're just dealing with me yeah. right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, instead I woke up at 7 a.m. because it was too bright in the bedroom. And then I was like, I guess that's the life I'm living. And then we're filming today and podcasting today and... I didn't get my nice relaxing bath today, so... I'm sorry, love. Yeah, you ruined my day. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> no! Just me being around seems no. to be a major fucking inconvenience Aww, for you. that's not what I say. No, I just it threw off my routine, too, because I'm used to having, like, the decompressed day, and then yeah. it's like, then we work, and now it's like, we worked! What am I doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's your decompressed day. Tomorrow's But I don't a... even have to grocery shop, is the weirdest yeah, thing. <laughs> you got editing... You know, <laughs> lay in bed until one, edit. Mm. I might just drag the Day drink? Computer. Fuck it. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> My decompressed it. And I get one of those little trays that people use to eat uh, breakfast in bed yeah. and just put the desktop on that and That's just the edit move. from bed. <laughs> That's the move. <laughs> <laughs> that series of mirrors down the hallway <laughs> sit there with your bluetooth <laughs> mouse and <laughs> like, yeah so that fun. looks right <laughs> come back out and it's all backwards it's like, shit what did i do <laughs> mm. that would be kind of interesting to see if i could pull that off though I'm going to make a movie about that new short film idea yep. that's it we figure out how to shoot through mirrors in the dark and Kristen loses her legs and can't walk anymore. How does she continue to edit? Well, hopefully I would be smart enough to give you a laptop before I went to <laughs> well, work no, if you were a paraplegic. The screen's, the screen's too small. <laughs> I like my big screen. <laughs> I'd get you a bigger screen if you were a paraplegic. I'd put it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the idea when we uh, eventually get a proper office Become again. paraplegic? Yes. That's not how I want to make my 500k, okay? <laughs> yes, that's I want to do idea. it through pure talent. I don't want to do it because we had to sue somebody because Kristen's dumbass got hit by a car. <laughs> no. Um, when we get an office again, that's why I got that backup TV that's down there. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mount that to the wall so I could have a TV to see my edits on and see what it would actually look like on a TV. So, uh, yeah, when we get a actual office again, I'm going to wire my tv so i can be like holy shit this is what it would look like if i was selling movies on dvd or whatever the fuck is the popular medium by the time selling movies on dvd <laughs> whatever you kids are using these days yeah, whatever's going on i don't know netflix the streaming service <laughs> the nightmare box blog <laughs> dvds are still around <laughs> they haven't gone out of business yet we don't even have a dvd player we, we have a playstation playstation plays dvds <laughs> god damn <laughs> want to call it an early one love and go eat dinner is it that bad we're 38 minutes in and we're going nowhere i mean we're just we're paddling around in circles over here like, like left-handed canoe people <laughs> <laughs> going down the tide. <laughs> I asked you if you wanted to do show notes, and you're like, "We'll just talk about the movie." Yep, nope, didn't work. All right, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook over at facebook.com/slash/nightmarebox productions. <laughs> Go on over to our Instagram at Nightmarebox Productions. Tweet us whatever the fuck you want to tweet us at this point. I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. At Nightmare Box, bro. <laughs>
YouTube.com slash Kristen Pennington for all of Kristen's brilliant work. This this particular episode excluded. Um, well, it's else? not on my YouTube where, anyway. Where so else there. are we? Uh, YouTube.com slash Um We got email. Nightmareboxproductions at gmail. Fan fucking tastic. Website. <laughs> the website. I, I plugged it twice already. <laughs> you plugged it once. It's all fake. We can't even do this. All right. I'm going to go eat some fucking salmon and watch something uh, awesome. I don't, I, I don't even know what to do. All right. I love you, sweetheart. I love you. And I love you guys. And uh, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>